Welcome to another episode of the Pinnacle Timeout Podcast, and today I'm joined by MSL, the Tactical Mastermind and IGL of North, fresh from Anaheim, boot camping with his team in Copenhagen. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Uh, so, just going to jump straight into it. So, going to ask you a few questions about rejoining North. Obviously, you spent some time outside of Northside playing with Rogue and Optic. How's it been kind of rejoining the team a year later? Uh, I'm very happy to be back. It was uh, it was a rough year, uh, but also a good year. I learned a lot about myself, uh, how to live in US on my own. And uh, I think I just matured in a way I couldn't have done if I stayed in North. So I think it has been good for me. Okay, and so you, you've said that uh, you've learned how to do all this stuff from yourself. Are those uh, kind of methods that you're bringing back into the north side? Uh, yeah, I learned a lot of stuff uh, in both Rogue and Optic, but I think the main thing that I always bring is just uh, structure. I always knew how I want to play and what I want to do, uh, but every day I'm learning something new or uh, adapting to something. Um, but I think the key thing I took away from uh, Rogue and Optic uh, was how to prepare for opponents. Uh, I learned a lot and I know exactly how I want to do it. Everything inside the game with my system and so on, I have always knew what I want to do. So there's nothing really changed. It's only that I, you know, you keep, uh, you keep updating yourself to be in the meta. And that's something I always do no matter what. Okay, so it's more personal development, would you say? Or... Yeah. Okay. Um, and so are those kind of tools that you're implement implementing with the north side are you getting the team members to kind of follow your lead in that sense, or is it something else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I meant that it's actually like team-wise with preparation. Um, okay. I know how to go into a match very well prepared and how exactly I want to do it. And that's the main thing I took in game from Optic uh, and Rogue um, and everything else I had figured out, but just updated like the meta along the way and new tactics and so on. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So something I kind of uh, noticed and I think a lot of people noticed was um. Yerby's more lurking style, especially in, in Dust 2, at the two dream hacks you've attended. Is that something that you've kind of just let him uh, go with for how he feels, or is it something that you've instructed? Uh, it's very structured, so like it's not random where Kirby is, and every decision, like there is some freedom within what he can do, but in general, it's a lot set. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a bit freedom, but also set. But yeah, he's the lurker, and I think that he's doing a good job. And uh, I saw him from like when I was in Rogue and Optic, and I saw he did a good job at lurking, and I wanted to make him keep doing that and not take it away from him. So yeah. Okay, cool. So just emphasizing that role. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about your dream hack results. Obviously, at Leipzig first event, it was fifth six. Anaheim, you got third, fourth. Do you, is this upward trajectory going to continue? Do you, will we see you in the finals, taking that trophy? I think we are going upwards. Uh, like, I had a 
going specifically on the events, Leipzig was six days of practice. We should have won against uh, Heroic. You can always say should have, but uh, it's like, um, yeah, if you look the match, there's no doubt that it's, we lost to ourselves. Um, but in the end, uh, you, we need to just improve from every time. And especially here in the beginning, my system takes some time to like go really in depth. And also, yeah, now we are at a point where we can uh, challenge ourselves more and get new tactics and get more fast tactics and so on. Um, because we already remember everything else I impl implemented. Um, but yeah, uh, with the Anaheim, we just against Genji, we we lost with like one and two rounds on both maps. Uh, when you look bad, back on a match like that, you're like thinking, oh, this mistake, oh, this mistake. So it's like, it's the very small things and that's just what we need to learn and uh, make make less mistakes and that just takes so yeah but i i i went home with a very good feeling that we are only at the beginning and i feel like there's a lot more to come for us okay cool so you kind of mentioned the uh, heroic there um denmark is obviously one of the most competitive regions in cs right now with mad lions and heroic climbing rankings and also copenhagen flames bolstering their roster with refresh um how are North looking to differentiate themselves in this region? Do you talk about your structure and how it's being embedded into the team, into the roster? Is that is that um, something that you feel will lift you above the rest of the competition? Um, yeah, I believe so. But in the end, it's a lot about like the players on a team if you're gonna do good or bad, because you can have the best tactics, but it can still go wrong if you don't shoot people in the head. So in the end, it's a lot about uh, that we are strong individually together with having good team play and structure. So yeah, it's like a mix of all three in terms of like the Danish scene. I agree that there's a lot of great teams right now with Matt Lyons, Heroic. Um, I don't look so much about that I want to be better than the Danish teams because I want to be top five in the world. So for me to get there, we need to, it will come automatically and I'm not thinking about, oh, we need to be better than Madlines. So yeah, it will come when it comes. Okay, great. So I'm going to jump over to Jumpy. Uh, nice little segue there. Uh, so. Uh Working with Jumpy as a coach, what was your initial thoughts on bringing him on board? Yeah, I think it was um, it was great to get Jumpy. Um, he had a lot of he have a lot of experience from Fnatic, and uh, had great results. Um, so I believe he have a lot of experience, and I think in the end in CS you need people with a lot of experience to really become like top five. Um, so I think it's great, and until now he have uh, he have uh, impressed me a lot uh, with bringing calmness to the team and uh, making us understand some situations that we need to do better and so on. So I think it has been all great until now. Okay, so is there something that you were missing that he he feel bring he brings to the team? Um, I think there's a different types of styles like uh, Mitha was very motivating and uh, 
very positive, which I liked as well. Um, and Jumpy is more about uh, bringing calmness and like coming with key uh, factors that will help us. So it's like uh, a bit of both worlds and I like them both. Um, so yeah. So it's a, it's a more kind of analytical style compared to like a hype, hype coach essentially. I mean, they were both like analytical. I didn't okay. bring so much time with Mitha because we only had like six days. But um, yeah. yeah, I would say that Jumpy have more experience in terms of like how to fix mistakes, where uh, Mitha was very positive and uh, motivating. Uh, and also, North recently announced that you're bringing on Christian Engel as a performance coach. How's that? Um... Is it, is it the first time you've worked with a performance coach or is it is it something that you're quite familiar with? Uh, I've worked with a few in the past on some of the teams, but nothing. Uh, it was never like uh, fully committed from the performance manager. It was like you saw him sometimes and <laughs> it was not really worth it. Because for me, if uh, people are going to come in on a project, you do it either like 110% or you don't do it at all. And this is what I feel this time that uh, Christian is here 100% and he wants to do everything to make us succeed. Um, he have a lot of experience with uh, Danish footballers and uh, in general, like the top elite. Um, and I think that he brings uh, some thoughts and uh, a mindset that is very good and something that we can learn from and uh, take into our team every day. Great. Okay, cool. So now just going to move on to some fan questions. Uh, obviously, we put out on Twitter, on at Pinnacle Esports, you can go follow us. Um, we put out a request for some fan questions. We've got some interesting ones. Um, so at Muzzy5797 asks, what does AZ Life offer to the team which most people might fail to see? Oh, that's very <laughs> negative. <laughs> I didn't expect anything else. Um, I think that Icy is the complete player. Uh, he is good at clutching. He has great aim. He is a good team player. He's good at communicating. So I think that he has everything to succeed. It's just my job and jump his coach to... Uh, Jump is, uh, <laughs> it's our responsibility to bring it out and uh, really show. I think he have done good until now and we just need to make it uh, even better together with Philip. Okay. Uh, and next one from Rasmus Holgaard, uh, biggest North fan ever. Uh, what do you see <laughs> as the biggest challenge to overcome before North finds the success that the org aims for? Um... I think it's it's just the daily work that we need to keep on doing right now. We are still a new team. We need to lose and learn from the losses. Uh, I think we are on the right path. Uh, and there's nothing like... Uh, it will just come. It's just about working hard and working every day. Um, yeah. Just grinding away. Yeah. And... Yeah, improve individually, improve uh, as a team, improve everything. And it's how it is in sports. The ones that improve the most are going to be the ones that succeed. 
So expect a lot from every every player on the team and yourself. And um, then I think it can it will come in the end. Great. Um, and now we've got uh, one from Professor of uh, HRTV fame. Thanks, Professor. Uh, maybe a bit he would like to get your opinions on the effect that MVP awards have. Um, he references what Kirby said that the major MVP affected him negatively because he was so young. Is it a positive versus negative and how the community thinks of the individual players? Uh, so first with the MVP, I think for me it was very positive. Uh, I have been struggling for some time because I both were not good enough individually with the rifle, but also because I took a lot of bad roles and put myself in bad situations. And it was actually the first time where I was uh, egoistic and uh, selfish and took the MVP. And with 14 days, I became the MVP. So it showed to me that if I put my mind to something, I can make it happen with hard work and uh, that was only a positive thing for me um yeah for me it was not anything negative uh, so it's just a massive and, uh, kind of confidence booster for you or like a yeah yeah for sure okay uh next one oh. what was the second there was a second question in uh, his so yeah he asked about the positives versus negatives and how the community thinks of uh, how the community thinks about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure either, yeah. what it means. I'm not either. Okay. But uh, yeah, let's okay. move on. Yeah, let's move on to the next one. So next one, Wokao at W O K A A W asks. It's not a super technical question, but I'm interested in what his favorite moment of his career was. He also says thanks for staying behind at DreamHack Montreal 2017. And making sure everyone got their picture signatures. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what was your favorite moment in your career so far? I think it has to be DreamHack Stockholm because uh, we beat so many good teams and uh, we played re very, very good as a team. And I played good individually, so uh, best moment for sure. And then finally, at Mousegrove asks, after a couple of months since the map pool changes, how do you feel about the current state of the map pool? Do you feel like having nine maps is viable for the scene? I don't think nine maps would be good for anyone, actually, because mm -hmm. right now, even having se seven maps, uh, it's very hard to keep like the all seven maps good uh, and make them good. So having nine would be very, very hard. And also, I just think that the play in game would go down a bit if there was nine maps. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at how long it's taken for Nuke to become um, Nuke or Virgo to become watchable or yeah. competitive. Great. So thank you for coming on the Pinnacle Timeout podcast, MSL. Yeah, It's been a pleasure talking to you.